0: So it's one thing to feel like oneself, and it's another thing to be like oneself, meaning uh, we understand that we're naturally drawn towards feeling like a certain type of way. We don't want to feel powerless and weak and worthless and insecure and fearful and small and petty, and we do want to feel free and autonomous and dignified and self-transcendent and all of that. So we would say that, again, it's one thing to feel like we want to feel and another thing to be like we want to be. So truly, uh, uh, to drive the point home, should we say we can take an example? Let's say we take a person that is not exactly uh the the portrait of a a perfected human being maybe just uh kind of uh somebody let's say that that is uh we take we project onto somebody right somebody who's antisocial, is a little bit of a sociopath who's a little cruel who's maybe uh, an internet troll somewhere that doesn't talk to anybody sits somewhere quietly hateful hates the whole world resentful the the nice uh package. So we take this person and what do we do? Let's say we can uh, begin with administering to them a ton of drugs of a certain sort that'll make them feel really self transcendent, that'll make them feel like they're escaping their uh, uh, themselves and their ego and all of this. Next, we can Give them a ton of money to spend, which hopefully will give the feeling of freedom, meaning I can satisfy my desires whenever I want. So I'm free. I want to go on a flight. I can. I want to buy this. I can. I want to buy that. I can. I want to live there. I can. Further, we can maybe even hire some paparazzi, however you pronounce it, paparazzi, paparazzi, to photograph the person. To make them feel important and dignified, we can make a social media page for them and and somehow get a lot of people to like it and comment on it so the person really feels, wow, I'm a superstar. Always photographers are following me. Flashes everywhere. I'm on the internet, the social media, this, that. We can maybe get some newspapers to write some articles about a person. We can give the person some servants to make them feel uh, powerful and in control, right? People that'll do whatever it is that I want, clean my toilets, tie my shoes, whatever the case may be, right? And consequently, uh, uh, for the time being, this uh, underdeveloped individual will feel like he or she wants to feel, right? I feel, now self-transcendent. I don't feel limited uh, 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 like I was before. I feel free because I have money. I feel important and special and singular because I have people following me with cameras and I'm on the internet and this and that. I feel in control. I feel powerful because I have servants to control. And yet, we understand that this uh, uh, would not in the slightest change the parson. It would only be... Excuse me. It would only be an illusion. It would only be a fantasy. Excuse me. And... um Consequently, if that then all of a sudden was taken away, let's say it would be a really cruel experiment, but just for the thought experiment for a week, let's say that we do that to somebody and then it's all taken away. And what occurs, of course, what occurs is that the person is back to their tiny microscopic sense of self that they had to begin with. The the company of which is horrific. The person is back to feeling totally constricted psychologically, mentally, the feeling like a nothing and nobody, the feeling worthless and powerless, the being absolute uh, misery and wretchedness incarnate that now needs other further distractions to to even be able to continue on. But we see that whereas we made the person feel the way that he or she wants to feel, the person did not become the way that he or she wants to become. All right, so hopefully that, that should make the point quite clear and we can contrast that with a case where a person really truly changes him or herself to where uh, 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 we feel, where I feel like I'm continually transcending my prior self, that I'm constantly expanding and enlarging my sense of self, my sense of self-interest, my vision of what it is and who it is that I am, where I feel free. Because I'm realizing my potentials, I'm resolving my inner limitations, my complexes, my conflicts. I'm transcending my psychology. I feel in control. Because I'm working towards mastery over myself and my choices. I'm focused on what I can control. I'm focused most importantly on my ethical decisions, on telling the truth, on being honest. I feel in control. I feel like everything is secure because I'm secure because I'm the the, the subject of my mastery and not my servants and not the, somebody else or the internet or whatever the case may be. Further, I feel important and dignified because I'm able to think of myself as a subject and not just as an object. As an object, I'm just one object out of many. There's a pebble, there's a pencil, there's a cloud, there's a car, there's a building, and here's me. But that's just as objects. As a subject, I'm the one to whom all of this comes across. And I can't imagine there being two subjects, can I? So consequently, I feel all of those needs for dignity and importance and specialness are met for me experiencing myself as a subject, which I can only do, of course, if I really... Uh, focus on my development and, and, and all of that so we would say that we, we hopefully we can see the difference very clearly between feeling like oneself and being like oneself and with that said we would have to say that most of our life is spent chasing the strictly feelings of feeling like ourself and we invest absolutely minimal effort or no effort actually probably most likely to actually changing ourselves, meaning we—the thought experiment—we went a little extreme. That's not realistic. That somebody's going to come necessarily and uh, do all that for us. But for ourselves, what do we do? Uh, typically speaking, we try to meet our self-transcendent needs uh, in some or another artificial way, maybe through TV shows, through entertainment, music, concerts, travels, involvement in causes, substances—all that kind of stuff. We try to meet our freedom needs by spending money and escaping commitments, right? Again, I'm free because I can satisfy my desires whenever I want. I feel a little constricted. I feel a little down. What do I do? I go on the internet. I order some stuff. I go to the mall or to the store at the shop to exercise my sense of freedom. And autonomy, right? And also, I can feel free by escaping my commitments to myself or to others. I don't want to be bound down and feel like I have to do something, even if the, the one who uh, I'm obligated to is myself from yesterday. When I said wake up tomorrow to work out or to do something in the morning, no, I don't want to feel bound down. I want to feel free. Right, I, f- I fulfill my self-esteem needs by living in some or another fantasy, uh, by uh, telling lies to myself about myself, about others, about the world, whatever the case may be. I know something special. You don't. I have a special combination of the this and the that and this and that. Right? I fulfill my power needs by trying to control everything but myself. I try to control other people, my family, my friends, the stock market, the political situation, my sports team. And if not actually like control, like I'm out there trying to control it, I'm extending my uh, range uh, uh, of choice or my range of control to, to those things. For example, I'm not really worried about whether or not I'm going to keep a commitment to myself, but I'm worried about what will happen politically right, or what will happen uh, somewhere other than, than where I am or what my family member will do or what my friend will do or something like this. Right? You better call me as soon as you reach the end of the hallway because I want to feel in control. I'm not worried about controlling myself. All right? uh, this better go my way, this this thing here in, in the news that I see. Otherwise, I'm super sad because I, I wanted it to go this way. So that's what we usually do and we spend our whole life chasing feelings like this and consequently we never ever change ourselves. and just like in the first example or we took it to the extreme it's basically the same thing by the way of ourself and the way to find that out is when things are going to be taken away when some of our mechanisms for coping are taken away maybe some of our entertainment maybe some of our attempts to control maybe some of our Efforts to to attain self-transcendence. Maybe we run out of the substances that we use. Whatever the case may be. We're down on our luck financially, professionally, personally. Something like this. And we see that we haven't changed at all. We're back to feeling like we we don't want to feel. And in principle, if we really change ourselves, we should feel like we want to feel no matter what. Even with nothing. With no no, uh, TV shows. No music. No concerts. No travel. No causes. No substances. I feel... Like I'm transcending myself, I feel larger and bigger continually, even without money, even without escaping my commitments. I feel free. I feel special again by thinking of myself as a subject, by experiencing myself more and more so as a subject. I feel powerful by controlling myself. I see if, if I've really changed myself, I don't need anything uh, uh, or anyone, even though we don't want to say anyone, like, you know, I'm a lone wolf. I don't need anyone, but just in principle, if it so happens, you know, I'm in the woods somewhere, whatever the case may be by myself uh, for the time being, I don't need a, a, anything external to myself to feel like myself as great as it can be as nice as it is that obviously we, we don't look to, to go in a, be in a cave somewhere or something like this. Right. But just to say. So we would say that the only what's the solution then, right? How do we really become ourselves as opposed to just feeling like ourselves? So we would say the only real genuine solution is real development. It's real ethical, mental, emotional, psychological growth, right? That that that's very difficult. That's very painful, and that of course always has to begin with a really healthy, good dose of self-nullification and an awareness of our present state, meaning we see frequently enough in, in this day and age efforts at so-called self-improvement, uh, uh, wh- whatever the case may be, whatever it might be called. So why are these things, uh, uh, as we can recognize by pushing a little bit past the facade, right? meaning a person says, you know, I'm self-improving, I'm all cosmic love, and I'm all growth, I have a growth mentality, and I'm all about the peace and the goodness, yada yada, but we push back a little bit on a person, a little bit. Somebody steps on our shoes, whatever the case may be. And we're still enraged. We're still angry. We're still hateful. We still lie to ourselves. We're still self-serving. So we haven't really changed It's just a, 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 a show. So the reason would be, right, because any kind of efforts at so-called development that don't begin with self-nullification, that don't begin with a, a, an attempted uh, a kind of um, an awareness uh, of our status as an object where I try to really feel that I'm dust. I try to really be cognizant of my finiteness as an object of my death, of my animality, of my selfishness, where I don't start from that lowly, shameful uh, uh, kind of place. Right? That They're probably not going to be genuine because it'll all be out of that same selfishness that same self-will that same uh, delusion and fantasy that we do everything else in right meaning i i've, I've met my my needs through, through all of these uh, artificial means throughout my life but now i also want an additional self-esteem fix by thinking that i have a growth mentality by thinking that i'm the expanding my loving uh, kindness cosmic uh universe, yada, yada. So obviously, it'll be the same thing as everything else and it can never work. So we have to begin with self-nullification. We have to begin with an awareness of how we are now. And that can take a while to do because we see uh, uh, one of our biggest uh, kind of struggles in life can often be uh, uh, arrogance and it, or let's not, not mistake the converse of that for low self-esteem. That's also a form of arrogance, right? Uh, I, I'm really nothing. And I feel bad about it because I I expect to be something. Those are all forms of of the same thing. So we would have to really, truly... Uh, kind of attain even just a little glimmer of self-nullification of real humility and then we can begin to hopefully develop ourself to really truly change ourself where we're not just chasing feelings we're chasing real change we're not just trying to feel again free we're trying to really be free we're not just trying to feel self-transcendent we're really trying to be self-transcendent we're not just trying to feel special and singular but we're where we're really excuse me trying to be Special and singular and all of that. So that's the idea. And we can slowly but hopefully surely begin to think about these things. Thank you for listening.